This is The Guardian. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free. Or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Hello, Jonathan Friedland here, Guardian columnist and host of our new podcast, Politics Weekly America. Today, a teaser of what we discussed on the show this week. It's all about the man making headlines in America, the governor of Florida, Ron DeSantis. He is constantly stoking the flames of the culture wars. Who does that remind you of? And that is the point, because Ron DeSantis is second in the polls behind Donald Trump when it comes to who Republicans want as their nominee in 2024. So who is Ron DeSantis and what are his chances of making it to the White House? Here's a clip of my conversation with two experts on Florida politics, Anna Ceballos and Peter Schorsch. But Anna, I mean, it isn't just about COVID. And this is where he, you know, the Trump parallel comes to mind. He's got this thing of the war on what he calls woke, this bill that he's pushing through, which, I mean, is amazing. Stop the wrongs to our kids and employees act. Spell out the initials and it spells woke. I mean, it's that, it's race. I saw him having a go at the Disney Corporation the other day, just talking about woke corporations. You have companies like a Disney that are going to say and criticize parents' rights. They're going to criticize the fact uh, that we don't want transgenderism in kindergarten and first grade classrooms. If that's the hill that they're going to die on, then how do they possibly explain lining their pockets with their relationship from the Communist Party of China? Telling us how what we're going to teach our kids he's that there's the sort of culture war stuff is really his thing. Absolutely. I mean, even more so just in the last year, these culture wars have really helped and grow his popularity because he speaks in a way like the language of the Republican base. Right. And there's a, you know, there's like Twitter and like social media memes that like own the lives. And he pretty much is that, right? Like he speaks fluent and owning the lives and <laughs> he loves anything that can cause a wedge between on a social issue. He will double down and absolutely own the subject and will not only hold press conferences about it, he will, spend official time promoting the issue and he will spend the entire legislative session prioritizing some of these most divisive concepts and that's why you're seeing a lot of reaction right and you some could argue that it's headlines that he might be 
really trying to seek out because the more controversial the topic, the longer you can stay. People at the bar will be talking about you and the media will be talking about you and then you're going to be at the national level. Well, that's a lesson straight out of the Trump playbook, obviously. So there, that, I mean, we, you've, between the two of you, you just rattle through a lot of big similarities. In terms of the differences, Pete, I suppose it would begin with his resume. I mean, his background. Just tell us a little bit about him, because in a way, it's very un-Trump-like, the things he did before he got into politics. Just fill us in. He had a, a naval career where he was a JAG officer. He served in Fallujah. He kind of bounced around a little bit, uh, meets his wife, who is a kind of a power in her, on her own as a local TV journalist. He basically becomes one of the hangouts at Fox News. He was on Fox News, I think, more than anybody else other than Matt Gates during the last decade. He was a, a creature of the green room, they say. And so that's one of the reasons why he's always been so in tune with, I think, the Republican base. He even wrote a book in response to Obama's memoirs, you know, he ends up jumping into the race for governor against a very prominent Republican who was as a foregone a conclusion as Jeb Bush for president and ended up in the same place when Donald hmm. Trump ends up tweeting from Air Force One about Ron DeSantis. And from there, it was lightning in a bottle. To find out more about DeSantis and why he and Donald Trump are no longer best buddies, search for Politics Weekly America on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. That way you can hear the full episode. Thank you. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.